The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Come on in. The listening is fine. The Carolina Outdoors is now in session. We're glad that you're joining in the outdoor guys from Jesse Brown's. What are their names? Bill Barty here. And Wes Lawson over here. And we've got a bunch to talk about on this edition of the Carolina Outdoors, where we come in each week to shine lights, not just on the things to do in the Carolinas and beyond, but also some of the people that are making things happen and seeing things happen. And this week is no different. We're going to learn a little bit about the Big Rock Fishing Tournament and the results from it. We're also going to talk to someone who was at the closing of Price's Chicken Coop here in Charlotte. Of course, that restaurant opened in the early 1960s. We're going to find out what that last meal looked like. And we're also going to find out how to catch more bass. We're going to go warm water fishing on our area lakes and get some advice with that. And speaking of fishing, uh, our very own Wes Lawson had the opportunity to speak in front of the Charlotte Sport Fishing the Charlotte Saltwater Sport Fishing Club. How'd that go, Wes? Well, Bill, I felt like I was shining a light where there was no darkness. That's a group of folks who really know their trade. You know, some of these people have been been fishing in the saltwaters around our coast and to the south and to the north for decades. Had a lot of fun, and we were there together for over three hours. I thought it was going to be a one-hour kind of junk it and it ended up being three hours because we had great questions told some fun stories uh, but my whole time with them was talking about fly fishing in our coastal saltwater so it was all about inland fly fishing here which means within three miles of the coast beyond that we're in federal waters and the rules change pretty dramatically and we focused on just three species redfish of course that's north carolina's saltwater game fish and then false albacore, which we've talked about on here before. But then also, a lot of people don't know that we have a great late summer and early fall tarpon run here in the Carolinas. So we talked about how to target those three species with the fly rod and how saltwater fly fishing differs, but also how it's similar to conventional tackle. Because sometimes it can be a little too different. It can be seen as too elitist or too expensive or not effective or this, that, or the other. And I tried to hit all that up front and let everybody know that as long as you're getting out there and you're you're not acting a fool and you're being ethical in your sportsmanship, we're just glad you're there. Whether that's with a spinning rod or a bait caster, a cane pole, a tenkara rod, or a fly rod. Um, so we talked about all that, you know, why these flies look a certain way versus that, how we retrieve, what the hook set is like, and then what that fight and landing feels like, sounds like, and looks like. It was a bunch of fun. I can't wait to go back. You know, and that's true for any group that we speak to. We love getting out there and spreading the good word about the outdoors, whether that's fly fishing or backpacking or anything else. So it was a bunch of fun. I had a good time with our, our new friends over at the Charlotte Saltwater Sport Fishing Club. Well, one thing is they eat at a pretty good restaurant over there in the Matthews area, Jonathan's. So yeah. uh, <laughs> at least there's some good food and good fellowship because of the topic that you were talking about and their title as a group, the Charlotte Saltwater Sport Fishing, just by title alone, that sounds like getting in a boat and going a little bit further out as a group. Um, 
how did they receive talking about staying inland a little bit? Well, well, you know, very well, actually. And some, some folks are asked about, you know, can I do this from a paddleboard? Can I do it from a kayak? So already thinking about that, you know, all of those species, but especially the redfish, and I may even go out and say it, the tarpon could be targeted from much smaller craft. Um, you know, and typically when we think about tarpon fishing anyway, it may be in Florida, but it's usually from a skiff, you know, a 20-foot or smaller boat in most cases. Um, anywhere we have a good blue crab spawn is a great place to find tarpon. Redfish are kind of the same, so you don't need that. And if you don't have a boat and don't have a friend who has a boat, consider a guide. Even for a half a day, four hours on the water with a guide is a great way to invest that time and money. It really is. It, it costs less than, than buying a boat. Sure does. Sure. For sure. <laughs> Speaking of, we're going to talk later on in the program to Win uh, Mayu from Jesse Browns. He was on hand during the award ceremony of the Big Rock, where they gave away the grand prize. You know, the 63rd annual Big Rock Marlin Tournament. And those aren't little boats. You know, the, the, the three boats in the leaderboard were all 50 foot and larger nice setups you know those are battle wagons you're getting out into the deep water using every bit of that boat and every bit of that line to bring in those fish well we're also going to talk to chris hard about bass fishing he is a retired professional bass fishing and you're going to drop some wisdom in regards to um people buying licenses in north carolina the record increase that people coming into whether it be saltwater or freshwater fishing uh, what has occurred here in North Carolina in the past year or two. So all of that relates to the message you were bringing to the Saltwater Sport Fishing Club here in Charlotte. So it all is correlated to a degree. People are getting outside and they're enjoying our natural resources, hopefully in good and productive ways, certainly in memorable ways. Well, hey, let's jump feet first into it. He's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.